Hello, <laughs> welcome back to I'm Just Like What? I am Luke Greaves and I am. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Uh. <laughs> oh, in the dishwasher, I don't know. <laughs> it's always oh, the dishwasher, Carrie. It's the dishwasher. Um, and I am Seema's third removed cousin who was featured in the Diwali party. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. Did you see um, the uh, Seema's dad is the um, Asian guy from Sex and City who like comes on to Samantha in like season three? Yeah, like they said that there's recurring the characters and he's the one with the longest gap in between his first um, oh. like appearance and his la- latter appearance. So it's quite cool, full circle. Yeah, that's cute. Do you think he was like Seema's dad then, or do you think they've just got an actor in and abolished the law behind it? Like, oh yeah, because they had um, uh, who was married to Jennifer Aniston and then they divorced kind of recently, like Louis uh, Theroux's cousin. Yeah, Justin, no, <laughs> What's he is called? It? Justin Theroux. Yeah, Justin Theroux. That sounds like Justin Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he's in COVID has ruined my he's brain. In, I don't know anything anymore. Just in through. Yeah, it's just okay. in through. Yeah. Because okay. he's in two episodes, plays like completely different characters, like in I think maybe in the same season as well. Oh. Anyway, welcome back. Um we're gonna get straight into episode six. And I think best episode yeah, I'm gonna throw it out there and say best yeah. episode yeah. At- I am new years, new vibes. Um, definitely should have been. Yeah. Realistically, from the va- like the from the start, it should have been episode two. <laughs> we just wasted oh four God, episode for no reason. Two. It just felt. Ex- <laughs> it just felt like it was back to normal. So. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it was a good good episode. Okay, so um, so we have the opening scene. We have this weird green screen flat carries <laughs> potentially buying, walking around with Anthony and Seema. Um, this part. Oh, and then Anthony says if this apartment had a name, it'd be called New York Autumn Light. <laughs> so there's definitely like an obvious move to, uh, like, like obviously it's like a move in time because Sex and City was always filmed in summer. Um, like it was never really autumn apart from the last season, like season six, where it was like the autumn and then turned into winter when she was in Paris. So it means it's like obviously like. Something big is going to change in all the all the girlies' lives. Um, then Anthony's asking if Seema is a good retailer or if she's too much of a top. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually the perfect description for her. <laughs> so true. Um, <laughs> Can anyone be too much of a top? Though? I guess I guess Seema could. I'm, I would love to get a, a spin off with <laughs> Anthony and Seema. Like they just seem. <laughs> Yeah, that's just true. Chaos. And I'm when she was like, oh. <laughs> I feel like he'd be a much better dating partner or like wingman than Carrie would. Yeah, he'd totally. find a better yeah, man. Definitely. He'd find a more like vivacious. Yeah, he'd man. find her the best. Yeah, totally. She'd find he'd find like men for her to top. <laughs> yes, <laughs> important. And then Seema's on the phone to her um, dad. Um, 
And then she tells her mum she makes, needs to make a new necklace account because she keeps getting Indian matchmaker advertised to her on Netflix. Have you ever watched Indian uh, matchmaker? Yes, twice. I've heard it. Yes. Twice. I've heard it so It was good. like a rites of passage to watch during lockdown one for any brown person. If you were a brown person, you didn't watch it. I think you got like <laughs> a bit of a weird, weird stir. Um, but it was definitely just like, um, A, Netflix, you can add up to five accounts. Um, See so you as mom. Get a, get yeah, yourself uh-huh. a new account, I beg you. And stop messing yeah, with our just your own account, you bitch. And then yeah. I just love how he went straight into the boring Indian stereotype again. It's like every <laughs> single program you watch about South Asian women have to talk about the A word, arranged marriage. It's um, it's getting a bit AM. too much. Um, but I, I don't know. I just thought we'd dodge it a little bit because Seema's a bit older. Like we can talk about it a bit later on when we're actually in the Diwali party. But she's like about 53 years old. It's like, can you just let her live her single iconic let life? She's probably live. in like a six-figure sum a year. Um, we, oh she God, doesn't so need to get fixed up. No, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, it's a very boring, boring story. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. I love that you said you felt overrepresented. Yeah, I <laughs> Too much representation. <laughs> the Wali, go shopping. Um, when she says that um, this is her Soho, and interestingly, um, the Indian, the main Indian supermarket place in Birmingham is called Soho Road. So that's a fun fact. So oh, wow. I just felt like overwhelmed. It was too close to home. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, Anthony wants to move out of him in um, Sanford's bedroom, like um, Sanford's flat. Um, obviously, I'm so surprised. I'm, I like, I kind of, I don't know what, I, I kind of forgot they lived together. I forgot that Stanford's, I kind of completely forgot Stanford. Which is <laughs> I don't that. think they've done enough. So it's the opposite with Miranda and Steve. So they haven't done enough background work or like they haven't shown enough of Stanford and Anthony to like be like, oh, that's how they were. They were like yeah. this kind of couple. Like, oh, no wonder Anthony's feeling a certain way. Like, we kind of didn't see anything about them apart from the wedding. And that was in like yeah. uh, the second movie, which uh, the only thing I really remember is Liza Minnelli. So I don't really know much about their relationship yeah. for him to like the the throwaway comments to seem interesting. Yeah, I think they've definitely just picked up Anthony and put him where Stanford would be in mm-hmm. these scenes. <laughs> like Stanford totally would be there with Carrie looking at her like weird new house. Yes, Carrie also, most important thing, Carrie would never buy a new build. Ever. Why is oh, she yeah, in this no. industrial, like, they've probably knocked over a few bodegas or, like, Chinese, like, it's supermarkets so for this, for this horrible new build. Yeah, yeah totally. But then, what, um, Big's funeral, that was, like, so, it was so modern and so, like, yeah, like clinical. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, maybe that is her vibe. Now. Yeah, she's definitely run away from, like, her past self. Gone through the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, she's gone through the pandemic and now she just wants white wall. Yeah, but she kept making the skin cancer jokes. It's obviously first and f- like foremost, like how people usually scan for asbestos. Mm. She definitely had like skin cancer on her mind, enough to make enough yeah, jokes. Totally. But maybe she's worrying about aging. Yes, that was the overarching theme for this episode as well, wasn't it? A bit of a, a aging. <laughs> Fifteen years aging. <laughs> <laughs> And then all the girls are sat down um, for dinner um, and they're all kind of like discouraging Carrie to, like, from buying the house in case she, like, unless she loves it. And then we find out Carrie's already bought the house. 
Um, drag scene through... Oh, yeah. Because she's dragged Seema through 64 apartments in three months. It's like... Carrie's so self-involved. She wouldn't just buy an apartment because she felt guilty <laughs> for dragging like, <laughs> so Seema around the apartment. Like, when do you stop thinking? Just... Like, didn't she get annoyed at, like, 62? Like, do you, when do you start? Yeah. Does arbitrary number come from Carrie? <laughs> Do you think she's just making she's just making Seema tick around different apartments so she stays? Yes, around? there's it's, definitely a. It's the only reason she'll hang out. With de- her. We need to like kind of like see what Seema's real intention is with this relationship. Because <laughs> I don't think it's friendship. I think it is making money. Like, yeah, we'll sell it. Yeah, she's like, we'll sell your apartment, babe, and I will make an extra two hundred. Yeah, like carry single handedly <laughs> keeping Seema's stages in like in business. Like she totally <laughs> sold them out. Oh my god, totally. Um, then Carrie's worried if she's living or if she's retreating, if she moves back into her old apartment where she's been since she was 29. And now she's 55. She's yeah. 55, isn't she? Um, then, uh, yeah, she's just like, big's gone. I have to move she on. She did that funny, um, like, two dollars thing, which is like when, um, Sarah. I lived in this world. It was really, it, I know, I don't know. I just feel like when she's funny, it's really jarring because you're so used to it being so boring. Um, but I did enjoy her um, accent. I love when she pulls out that New York accent. <laughs> I wish she just spoke like that all the time. Yeah, it'd be so good. That could be her like major <laughs> pivot because all the characters have had their massive pivot within personalities. Complete one eighty. Yeah. So hers could be that she just came back because like a proper eighty year old New Yorker. Yeah, do you remember? Do you know, like, some people get PTSD and then they, like, sometimes, like, take on a, like, a new accent. Maybe <laughs> she has, like, PTSD from Big Dime. She's like, but where Charlotte, I'm bad this house. It was $2. Two million dollars. <laughs> that would be so good. That would actually realistically be more interesting. That would be so interesting. Absolutely. Oh. Then we go um, back to Carrie in her old apartment. With I really love this blanket. I'm, I really need to cough. And then she's like, "This isn't healthy." <laughs> like this is the most healthy Carrie's been the whole time, just sitting down, being tranquil, reading her blanket. It's like it is the perfect flat. The only thing that was bad about that flat was when she had her hip surgery and she had to walk up all those steps. Mm. But other than that, it's like there's a window in the bathroom. Oh there's my gosh, a there's a window in the bathroom, Jal. <laughs> In an apartment, that's so rare. It looks great. It's well nice. She's got... Um, she can... Yeah, I think it's great. I'd just be like, yeah, retreat. I think they've dumbed just it down off. a little bit, though, compared to... Do you remember the, the first film when she was, like, doing, like, the fashion show? And it looked well plush. And now they've got, like, yeah. that mel, the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that... Didn't she, did she do the fashion show pre-Louise's makeover or post? Oh, yeah. I guess... Louise Free. from St. Louise. Oh, bring <laughs> her back. <laughs> she wanted to come back. I was reading like the trivia earlier and they said that she did show interest in coming back. Oh, that would be cool. But she might have tipped the uh, person of colour quote a bit too... Too far. Too much the other, <laughs> other way. <laughs> Just replace her uh, with LTW next season, please. Oh my god, it was an LTW um, free episode. No wonder I felt a bit... Yeah, no wonder it was better. Uh, dis- <laughs> yeah, yes. No wonder there was a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there wasn't a storyline at all. 
<laughs> and I love that Carrie had like no storylines episode as well. It was good. Uh, yeah. Then we go to Charlotte, uh, Lily, Lily's glossing her lips, Rock's eating toast. Um, Rocky's roasting Charlotte for her old like, dolls, her old, her old problematic dolls. Uh, Lily was so good when she was like, they're culturally inappropriate. It's like, give yes. this woman an Emmy. She was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Lily's number one fan since episode yeah, one. Yeah, she's so like, good. Waiting for her spin like, off. Like, a comedic time is so good. Yeah, she's great. Um, and she definitely, like, mellows out Charlotte's annoyingness. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, she, she's kind of how, like, Harry used to be back in the series. Yeah, like, she's got true. that kind of energy to kind of... Harry like, just seems like he can't be asked to do it. And she's like, oh... Um. Yeah, it kind of feels like no one really wanted to pay any of the straight men in the series. <laughs> that they're really so against like getting them in any like any form of storyline. Which okay, yeah, I support. That, I'm not right. going to say it's a bad mm. thing. Um, but yeah, it's definitely just that they've completely written out any cisgender male. I hope Steve gets like a gay storyline as well. That would be nice. We can come to that in a bit because I have been racking my brains. That is Steve. For months. What <laughs> the fuck is Steve? <laughs> oh, and then we go to Miranda fantasizing about Jane. Ooh. I think I love those scenes. That's so funny. It's definitely like this like- whole story, like this whole episode was like written really funnily. Like it was the funniest episode by far. It was definitely like the the cadence. It was like a sitcom a little bit because it just kind of like kept floating around between different like plots and characters yeah. like it's quite quick so it definitely felt more like light and funny um the, the writer for this um, episode was called Rachna um Frischbaum, and she also wrote for Parks and Rec back in the day yeah. on the shows on TV and also wrote a Fresh Off the Boat which is great is um about a Chinese um immigrant family like a I think first and second generation family from China and they moved to like Florida and it's really funny that's cool um, so it definitely felt like there was like a sitcom writer behind this episode because it was a bit less like laborious with its storylines. <laughs> it was a, yeah, much lighter. It wasn't like giving bullet point notes about wokeness. <laughs> <laughs> it was like touching on little like bits of like neurotic <laughs> aspects of the characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was much better. Yeah, I definitely had like Parks and Rex vibes. I could definitely like, see that. It's cool. Um, yeah, and it made use of the kind of lighter characters, well, like Anthony, and then like you said, Lily, yeah. um, and also Naya having a much bigger part this episode. Yeah, that was definitely cool. a bit more like an ensemble cast versus the usual three girls. Yeah. And then uh, Miranda's fantasy is interrupted by Naya, who takes her out for a coffee, and she's talking about like some charity work <laughs> she wants Miranda to get involved in with or something. Um, yeah. Miranda's dress I literally can't get over how badly Miranda's dress to see like this whole series she looks <laughs> awful <laughs> they're really like well, is it just a, it's like a chino in every different colour is that mm. the right t- is that the right trouser it's like that cigarette pant but like a linen cigarette yeah, pant yeah I, I think it is yeah it's I guess just... like linen chinos it's it's, so uh, sad mm. I thought Naya looked cool though she like she looked her and her husband are dressed. Oh my god! Yeah, he is so hot. Human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, so now he takes a call from her boyfriend and is bitching about fertile myrtle. <laughs> Continues bitching about myrtle to Miranda, um, and then uh, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, 
I I literally can't get over Miranda's work now. Every, somebody's pointed out that Miranda's wearing a wig this whole series. Same. And I'm just like, oh my god, this wig is so distracted. Yeah, I found that because I was like, when I looked at Cynthia Nixon's um, Instagram, I was like, her hair is not that horrible yeah. chucky style of hair. Because she um, directed yeah, this just... episode and like all the BTS of her is when she's not wearing the wig and she's just got like normal like cropped hair. It looks nice. And she looks great. She really suits that stuff. She's always suit the cropped yeah, hair. Yeah, like, totally. Her, her style was always like great. Yeah, she only really got um, like a bob in season five and six. And like it looked, yeah. it looked cool. But yeah, she totally suits short. It would make more sense to us. May- or maybe she will just expose her natural hair when she's fully come out. Oh, yeah, true. In like episode she nine. Maybe they wait for that big off. reveal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love a wig reveal. <laughs> like a drag race finale. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to whip it up and it gets stuck on the ceiling <laughs> in her Brooklyn brown stuff. Oh, my God. Um, I was like laughing as well. Like when the, the Che and Miranda, like the scenes came up, I was like, she directed these scenes. Like, great but yeah they were just so there's something so awkward about them <laughs> the, the sex scenes the imagined sex scenes yeah, yeah. Like, that's why they're cool like that's why they're funny though <laughs> the whispering yeah it's so good i really like my my fantasies are never i feel like i would want to have contacts i would be a bit disorientated if <laughs> it was just all this like in heaven with a white backdrop. The blaring white. I don't expect to wear sunglasses <laughs> in my fantasies. Um, it was a bit too much. It was like Carrie's new apartment. Yeah. Too much light. <laughs> <laughs> too much bulk light. Bulk light. Too much fake light. Well, realistically, when can, where can she have the fantasies? Because she can't have them in her own no, house. Because exactly. like, that's the house she shares with her husband and her child. And her child's weird girlfriend. Um, she can't really have it in Carrie's flat because she's got PTSD from yeah. that. So she's just got to go to heaven. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe it's, yeah. Oh, bless her. Poor woman. Um, <laughs> then uh, we go to Seema um, introducing Carrie to her, her Soho. And then Seema's um, explaining what Diwali is. Um, and then Seema's talking about the arranged marriage. And she's saying she's a bad Indian daughter. She's so bad. She's a successful property developer. (laughs) (laughs) Blooming beautiful as well. She's got such a nice nose. That's so important in our culture. Unless she had a nose job, then I can't comment. (laughs) She looks, yeah, she's fucking gorge. Um, And then then she kind of like down talks um, the arranged marriage. She's like, if I have to convince myself to love someone, I don't want them. So I was having to think when this scene happens because I my parents had an arranged marriage back in like they met for like twenty minutes um, and they're still married and it's like the best marriage ever. I was like, if I got to the age of fifty, would my mom still care that I was married? Like, would she just be like, you obviously don't want to get married? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, no. Surely you just like tap out. Um, it's really strange. I feel like they could have been a nicer way of like maybe just her lifestyle. Like they're like, oh, you should slow down. Or, like, something a bit more relevant to, like, her lifestyle. Her being married just seems a bit random. Yeah, but I guess the whole show is about dating as well. So, I guess it's, like, easy link, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. So. I just I, rec- I just feel like Seema's such, like, a Samantha character. I just imagine, yeah. like, I want to see her dating more versus, like, oh being God, judged yeah, by her, like, 70-year-old parents. Yeah. 
They um, were funny though, actually. They were they were pretty funny in the. They were. Um, if one of, her mum was the iconic Mother Joffrey, who's <laughs> like a really renowned like chef, um, and seemingly like an actress now. Yeah, she's um, so good. So it's nice to see like famous brown people. Yeah. <laughs> in this show. Um, <laughs> and then Seema's explaining the difference between cultural appropriation and appreciation. Um, and then Carrie is literally screaming at the opportunity of wearing a sari. Like, what do you, <laughs> what's your opinion on <laughs> cultural appropriation and appreciation? <laughs> <laughs> I love how they're using appreciation. Um, it was such a way to justify her wearing the outfit later. I think, I think it's fine. Oh, yeah. I've had like, I've had people come to like events like weddings, um, and they wear outfits and I think they look really good. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, the only thing is that if they overdress, which I feel like Harry overdressed <laughs> a little bit, like the flowers were a bit excessive and the like the weave was a bit too much. But um, that's fine. Fa- I mean, Harry. no one's gonna hate too much because like yeah, she's not gonna get bashed. She'll just be the token, right? Yeah, so it's exactly. fine. It's always nice to have. Um, and they are nice outfits to wear. Like you do feel like a princess. Yeah. So everyone should have their little moment to feel good. Yeah, totally. Her body looked banging as well. Banging. Uh, then we go to Carrie with Charlotte at the storage um, spot where she's, I guess she's already like put her stuff in the storage. So like this whole thing happens so quickly, but I guess it's just a quick, funny plot device for the episode. And then Carrie's ro- rooting through things to uh, take to her new apartment. And then <laughs> I, when Charlotte gave her the, what's the thing called? Like the Stanley Nye? Stanley Nye? The box cutter. The box cutter. I thought, I thought it was like just a little like vibrator or something. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I really need to start wearing glasses when I watch this show. <laughs> that's so out of the blue. They would have just sat in the storage <laughs> container and just like just start going chilled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good way to grieve, I guess. Um, and then Carrie would have had Che's weed vape with oh her out of the blue. And they would have like just passed puff and pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make up my brand to research out this. <laughs> uh, then uh, Charlotte's uh, giving the things to cut. Co- um, oh, yeah. So Charlotte's like Marie Hondo. Anything that um, sparks that Marie Kondo. Marie Hondo. <laughs> Marie Kondo. Oh, Marie Kondo. I wrote these notes yeah. so quickly. <laughs> no, it's fine. Marie Kondo, Mar- Honda cars. Marie Hondo. Beep, beep. No. Beep. Uh, <laughs> and then Carrie picks up. I really like the little yellow lamp. It was so cute, but. Yeah, it's nice that they brought Marie Kondo into it because she's very much the last two years she's been like a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. So needed the bingo card, bingo card. Marie Kondo, tick. Marie Kondo, Netflix. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, um, yeah. It was nice as well. Like it, it's part of the grieving process. That like, it's nice that they keep touching on because it was such a big deal that Big died. Like it's what is it? Inspiring. Inspiring sadness. What's that phrase? I've just talked about oh, her being yeah, a cultural inspiring. phenomenon. I've just completely forgotten her phrase. <laughs> Does it inspire happiness? No. Um, bring joy. Oh, it brings joy. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice that she's got things that bring sadness. But then, like, it, it, Sarah Jessica Parker's sad acting is so funny to me. Mm. Like, she just has this, like, weird, like, her voice goes down to, like, that of, like, a 12-year-old's. And then she just has this weird, like, breathing that she does. And it always just makes me laugh. Like, I just so out of the scene. Yeah, but she opens the box of all the vinyls and then she has a little, a little cry. Oh, oh, oh my God. I just, I, I think so. You, you, 
<laughs> oh my god. What is going They're on? So lucky they killed off Mr. Big. Fucking hell. What? Yes, what? they dodged a bullet. They got though. such a bullet. It really, like, it feels like Chris Knopf, like, being found out he was a predator, like, kind of sums up everything that was wrong with this, like, the old series. Like, it was. But do you think, so like I like I said before, I'm really into blind items and usually the thing is like these kind of things are bubbling under the surface before they come out like years yeah. later, like Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein kind of thing. Um, do you think they always knew about it but they could get away with it but now that their fan base has gotten younger and they're more into finding out the background yeah, of actors yeah. and they're like kind of what they've been up to, do you think they couldn't risk it so they actually forced, like they forced themselves to write him mm. out, like, like write him out? Because um, yeah, it just seems like there's such there's so many claims, and there's always been like I've read blind items about Chris Nath, and it's about him being a serial cheater, yeah. like him being yeah, like, dating. His um, first wife had like a what's it called when you can't see someone? <laughs> what she was blind. <laughs> <laughs> no, she put like uh, 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 autism. No, like uh, she. Like, Lee got this document <laughs> so he couldn't see her. What's it called? Oh, restraining yeah, order. Yeah, his first wife got a restraining order oh, on him. Yeah. Wow. In the 90s, I think. He just seems like bad news. And I just felt like they cast him and he was perfect. And he was he played big really well. You can't deny yeah. that. Everyone really liked him. But they must have had, they must have known there's, like, these undertones with Chris Knopf. Mm. And they just have to be like, fuck, get him out. If we're making a woke series, we can't afford yeah. for this to happen. Yeah, that's so true. Because he was barely in the last film either. Yeah, that's true. Even in the first yeah, film, like the one they're in, mostly Mexico, it's just at the beginning and end that yeah. you pretty much appears. Yeah, all the men are kind of run out of this series. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then uh, Carrie leaves with her nightlight and then um, Carrie's back in her... And a hat. And a hat. Her gorge hat. She loves hats, though, isn't it? The hats are... They're, they're, at, they're, they're out. Yeah. yeah. I'm really enjoying yeah, the hats. Yeah, the hats are everywhere. It's great. This is the season of hats. Um, if there's no plot, just watch the hats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then Carrie's making... So this is Carrie's making the same meal she made with Big, but she's on her own. It's supposed to be very sad. I just got more distracted that she was cooking fish in that hat because it would have just soaked up the fish. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, and also, I'm very aware that Carrie can't cook, so I noticed her shaking the pepper grinder, and it made me laugh. <laughs> um, then uh, Anthony's calling Carrie, and then we start the beep, the iconic beep of the episode. Beep, oh my god, I wanted beep, to throw beep. my laptop it was, out of my window. Yeah, it was very annoying. Um it was it was it was funny though. I, like this would only happen to Carrie. She wouldn't be able to know how to like turn her smoke alarm off or something. It's happened to me as well. Like I think I was so angry because it's happened to me because in my parents' house they've got a dishwasher, a fridge, and a phone, and like a washing machine that just do it. <laughs> and you've just got to run around the house. There's no your ears just stop working in those instances. Yeah, so. it's like when you go into Airbnb and like Europe and you're like, oh, it's a smart house, and you're like. Oh. Fuck, I have no idea what any of this is. I'm too dumb for a smart house. You can't even switch the lights on. You're just sitting there in the dark. You just get your torch out on your phone until it <laughs> dies because you don't even have to charge for it. <laughs> yeah, that is such carry you know, Yeah, carry through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Anthony's telling her, it's the dishwasher, it's the dishwasher, it's always the dishwasher. 
And then Anthony right. invites uh, Carrie um, to go uh, for her, like his uh, face of consultation. Um, and then, yeah, that, yeah. And then we go to, straight to Naya with her sexy friends who are pregnant. Um, and then she ends up talking about the shoe factory being the restaurant. And it's, yeah, it's, it's quite a like chaotic scene, but. Nice. I, yeah, so they were looking at her like she was weird in that scene, like she was talking crazy. But when I go for dinner, I want to hear those facts. I thought it was so cool. What you've been up to. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, tell me more. I want to know about more like this exposed brick. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, I don't think, I don't, maybe we're just too intelligent and we're friends with intelligent people. Maybe our friends are just not intelligent. That's why we're inspired by Naya talking about a cheese factory. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might be like 80% of the listeners are athletes. <laughs> oh, they have a good sense of humour. Unless they're really dumb. Um, <laughs> and then uh, they're like, oh, you guys need to have a baby. And then they're like, oh, we need to buy an apartment. IVF is expensive. And I was like, that's a really cool like storyline. Like, IVF is so expensive. And buying a, like a New York apartment, I can imagine, is very, very expensive. Like, it's... Yeah. It's a good way to like contextualize for how expensive something like that is. I'm like, I'm really enjoying, I don't want to sound like a cow, but I'm really enjoying this storyline, but it just feels a bit out of the blue for this series. Like, mm. I think it's because they've had it a few times already in the main series, yeah, the original series. And then so they're touching on it again. Um, but they're not touching on it in a different way. So, like, I know that they've gone a bit more... Actually, you know, they did the emotional route with Charlotte as well. But she doesn't seem I really enjoy... that bothered about having a baby, though. Yeah, I think it's, like, just her wanting to figure it out. And obviously, her husband's, like, quite... He's got a really exciting life mm. as well. Um, but they don't touch on those he things. So they just pop out of no way. Yeah, it's just really <laughs> random. They just talk about how they're just, oh, we don't want to talk about it. Um, and then they just talk about it in the scenes all the time. Yeah. It feels like they've just put a different program within this program. Yeah. I don't hate it because I really enjoy I her cool, character. Yeah. I think she's a really interesting character. But I was like, took me, I think it's because it... Then it was followed by the Che Diaz scene with Miranda again, mm. and then they had the sex scene with them too. Yeah. So it was a bit like, oh, I'm so confused what to like be invested in. <laughs> I'm like really invested, then grossed out by this like fantasy scene, and then I'm back in it. So. Yeah, um, this is the first scene with one of the new characters completely without the old characters, I think. It's like she has oh, her, yeah, her sole own like scene. So I wonder if we're going to get one with LTW and Che, like. Surely, because we don't really know anything about those characters. Um, Donal, my friend Donal, made a really good point. He was like, the new characters are like the white women's uh, POC accessories. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, yeah, they really are. They really are just like these accessories without much of a, <laughs> a plot line behind them. But So it's good to see Naya like, being able to beef out her, her character a little bit more. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um. <laughs> yeah, then we go to Miranda fantasizing about Che, and then she's <laughs> like, "I'll be right out." <laughs> Do you think that's her coming out? That's her coming out to Brady. That <laughs> I just don't understand why you wouldn't just pause it. Yeah, just this is something you do when you're like a fourteen-year-old teenage boy, like before your like mum walks in, and you just say, "I'll be right out." <laughs> Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, and you also do it like at a certain time when you know you won't get caught. Yeah, it's such a turn off. Like, 
Yeah, and also Brady has not had like complete disregard for his mum up until this point. Yeah. Why is he Brady like wasn't properly sure. like? He wouldn't go up, like, "Mum, going out now." He just leave. He would just totally leave. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit confusing. Again, where is Steve? Steve he might Steve have been Bong. at work. I'll let it pass. Yeah. I'll let it pass. Oh, Maybe he's having an affair as well. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to the flat. This is probably like the first proper sex scene. Is it? Oh, the first... The first no, actually, no, that's not right. But this is like the first really good sex scene with Naya and her the boyfriend. The first straight sex scene. Yeah. Oh, with the Brady and Louise, but... They're irrelevant. Yeah, I blocked them out of my yeah. mind, if I'm honest. That sex, their sexing was so good. They, like, they yeah, were really convincing as well. They were, and then, like, the post-sex talk, I was like, oh, they're, they're, they're so cute. And she's like, yeah. if that doesn't put a baby in, in me, I don't want to try the other thing. It's, it's cute. <laughs> um, then we go back to Carrie in her beaten apartment and sleeps in her sunglasses, and she's going in, this isn't working! And then, <laughs> and then Carrie and Anthony go uh, to for Anthony's um, facelift uh, consultation. Um, he was supposed to be getting with uh, Stanford, and then um, he's saying that this plastic surgeon makes men look like men and not more wells. And I was like, that is like the perfect description of mm. men who go like all the L- men in LA who are just like. Oh. I'm um I've recently gotten really obsessed with um plastic surgery YouTube. <gasps> like the algorithm is serving me oh spectacularly. Um and it's wild, like people just get the weirdest stuff done. Like you know the, the pockets of fat like, on either side of your yeah. mouth. People get that removed and it just Oh, I'm gonna do that. Never would have thought but but, but oh, I've forgotten it, but it's yeah, it's a massive surgery at the moment. Wouldn't that like age you more though? So you're supposed to have like Yeah, so that's or... the thing. So, like, that's why celebs get it done. Like, Mary-Kate Olsen's, like, a perfect person who's got it done. And she looks, like, 20 years older than her twin sister. God. So, but it gives you, like, the hollowed Kermos cheeks. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I was, like, here for it. I was here for Dr. Paul David. Yeah. He was so fluid king. He was fab. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, yeah. What's he called? Dr. Paul David. Dr. Paul David mistakes Carrie for the one to going into the surgery. Um, and then he's bitching about his um, receptionist and saying, she's 22 or went to Oberlin. I can't risk a legal case. <laughs> I didn't understand this at all. I was like, this must be an American Oberlin. This is show. like when we make our English jokes. <laughs> so that's how I felt. So I know, was he just saying she's got like a rich daddy and he's pretty much paid her oh, way through? I thought it was like, like a really shit uni or something. I was like... <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I was like, he's good looking. I'll let him yeah, see yeah, what I'm like, And then uh, he's basically just studying some, um, Anthony's face and saying, you're number 11s, are reaching number 12s. And he's uh, saying Anthony's hot. And then, uh, then Carrie asks about her wrinkles. I love, I love this line where she's like, this isn't how I usually look. I didn't sleep last night and my husband died recently. It was so good. <laughs> and then Dr. Tell her, uh, tells her she looks tired and if she, like, maybe she's interested in a refresh. Um, and then she's, and then she's like, Oh no, I don't want a facelift. And he's like, Oh no, maybe a half lift. This whole scene was written so well. It was so funny. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, no, go on. It was, yeah. So this was, a, I kind of feel like they, just put this scene in like 
at the end because it was just a bit out of the blue. Mm. Like, A, Anthony wouldn't invite Carrie. Yeah. B, like, um, Sarah Jessica Parker's, like, she's the kind of actress who's aged really gracefully mm. and she's very anti this surgery talk and she's, like, kind of compared it to, like, misogyny mm, yeah, yeah um so i do find it quite interesting and uh, like all the all the ladies on this show apart from christian davis yeah. to some extent they have aged really well and they allow the ladies to age yeah. like, it's more about their dress sense um and the storyline so i do find it a bit odd that they were doing this scene because also there was not a single wrinkle on sarah jessica parker's Forehead. forehead. Yeah, there, was there was nothing there was nothing to adjust it's kind of like i felt like all she's is like like they said like she's a hollower a saga she's a hollower because she's so skinny mm. she's bound to just not have any facial fat on her skin yeah. like people like nigella lawson we discuss it every single time <laughs> but she's aged really well because she's more like she's more, more plump yeah, and she's yeah. got a bit more like meat on her bones kind of thing so was, i just found it a bit odd but at the same time it was a really funny scene and i actually learned quite a lot and like seeing carrie's old face that like when they did the computer yeah. thing up on the screen i did find that like oh tbt like it's kind of like oh nostalgic yeah. it's quite nice it was so funny and then when she was like oh i remember her it was a very samantha scene this would have been a samantha scene oh yeah true and then but samantha would be like yes let's do it now <laughs> and she would ask for like surgery on her downstairs. Oh my god, well. yeah, totally. Um, then Carrie uh, tells Anthony he should be saying she doesn't need anything. Um, and then, uh, and then I would love when she said, "This is my." She was like, "I'm getting a drive-by facelift." All this whole scene was great. I love the scene. Um, She's really putting ta- um, Big's money to use. Yes, good girl. Good, for her. good girl. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we go to the free girlies at the picnic. Um, and her, uh, Carrie's talking about, um, her possible surgery and Miranda gets angry. And then Charlotte's saying that people shouldn't be, fe- shouldn't be made to feel bad about getting work done. Botox and fillers are all like, all good. And then I was like, fine, they're addressing Chris and David. <laughs> so it's like very inv- invasive. I thought they would have got. I thought she would have gone a bit further and made a bit more of a joke out of it because, like, this whole episode was very funny. But um, Charlotte in this scene was very funny. I thought as well. Yeah, she's definitely old Charlotte. Like back to when she was like pointing at Big outside the wedding venue. Yeah, it was very funny. Um, And then they're all drinking uh, fake sake. And then I've got a question. Like, I just kind of imagine. Charlotte and Miranda being friends in real life because there's never a scene where they don't agree mm. about like fundamental life choices and their values. Are they like, like would they be friends? <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. Weird. Maybe like Miranda makes Charlotte feel better about herself and like vice versa because oh, yeah, they're just so the opposites of how they would like live their lives. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because like, no if it's your, if it's like your, do you know, like your parents have like that one friend who they kind of hate but they're the friends <laughs> with them because they like um you they had a kid at the same time as their friend so that's how they know each other they're like they were both like mum like young mums mm-hmm. this like they're both like mums at the same time so yeah like they're like maybe they're friends because they both have kids no, it makes no sense for sure. <laughs> it's just I think it's more just like they were single at the same time. Yeah, that's true. But who was it? There was an on the Instagram post, and I made a really good point about the men. Oh, Che being like Mr. Big. No, 
no, there was another one that you posted. Cut this. I mean, it's your mate from Australia. Oh, um, yeah. When uh, my friend Amy was like, "How has Carrie got new friends?" Like, it was so unrealistic that she had friends originally, let alone get new friends because she's so self-involved. But there's this like, yes. um, there's this conspiracy theory that um, all the characters aren't real, and Carrie's the only real character. And Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha were like figures of her imagination. They were like her like other personalities. And Carrie's like she just oh walking around God. New York, like talking to herself. It's like I would love that. It'd be so iconic. That would be so true because they've all got the aspects that Carrie really likes, yeah. like the career Miranda's got well had. Charlotte's got the aspirations to be like higher up yeah. in New York society, then Samantha was just like the sex and sex in the city. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then, like, I, when I saw that comment, it was really interesting because I was like, they put so much emphasis on like, the right man and the right date and, like, the right relationship, but they never put any emphasis on the right, like, friendships and how, like, <laughs> yeah, other how it... relationships outside of, like, a, a male-female, like, hetero relationship work. Yeah, they have so like, quite, quite toxic friendships. So it's quite interesting that they never dissect it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I guess, like, Miranda and Carrie have had, like, tiffs before. But, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But they've always been the most solid, um, like, just, I don't think their friendship makes that much sense. No, <laughs> it makes no sense. I think um, Carrie and Seema's friendship makes the most sense out of all of the friendships. Yes. And it's barely yeah. been going on for long. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then... But yeah, it definitely seemed very much back to normal, this scene, like, sitting around, yeah. like, having non-alcoholic wine. And then uh, um, uh, Charlotte um, asked Miranda who she's fantasizing about, and she's like, "Oh, it's uh, Che." And I love when Charlotte was like, "Oh my god, yeah, I fantasized about Che uh, on a boat." It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god, finally they've given Charlotte like a, a like actual funny storyline." It was so good. <laughs> and then Miranda, Unexpected. yeah, it was so good. Um, and then Miranda, yeah, because Charlotte like always would come out with, like, funny, like, stuff, like, in the series, like, out of nowhere. Um, but, like, but Charlotte's always been, like, the most, like, like, Trey. He was quite sexually, like, adventurous. Yeah, yeah, Charlotte is, like, pretty... So she's not as much as a prude as they're really making her out to be. Yeah, I think that's why her character actually works, because she acts prudish, but then she can be, like, quite promiscuous and, like, like she can be, like, fun and cheeky. Yeah. She was a pretty girl. Like, yeah. She knew how to like, make it she work. She was such a Ralph Lauren model. Like, she could get any boy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Charlotte freaks out about the affair. And then um, Charlotte's like, Carrie, do you have anything to say about this? And she, she's like, <laughs> Carrie just asks if she wants more cheese. <laughs> and then uh, Carrie starts downplaying Miranda's breakdown. Um, and then... <laughs> Miranda's like it wasn't a fair it was a finger and then Carrie's like why isn't this wine why why isn't this wine real wine <laughs> same <laughs> and then uh, Charlotte's like we talk about everything um, like why are we avoiding this and then Carrie's like no big dine is something this isn't this isn't some like this is nothing it's like stop downplaying Miranda like <laughs> Miranda's coming out yeah like, <laughs> Because it's like, and also she always brings it back to big. Like, does she not have any empathy for any situations or like any idea of like emotional situations before Big died? Mm. 
Because she's done it a few times. Like, oh, he's dead. That's the biggest thing ever that could happen. Yeah, definitely. The biggest thing ever. (laughs) Biggest. Um, (laughs) It's so... (laughs) Yeah, it just feels like Miranda's thing is really complex. I'm really surprised she brought it to the table that soon. Yeah. Like, she just set it up very free will. It's just... I feel like it's really tricky as well because no one's addressing where Steve is. It's very annoying. It's like, either, like, have... Steve written out so we can kind of like be supportive of Miranda and this kind of like quite interesting and totally okay situation because yeah. like when Charlotte's like you are not progressive enough for this so like, what is she not progressive enough to cheat on her husband who she's been <laughs> married to or is it that she's not progressive enough to like go like swing the other way which is actually quite normal yeah. for women I love when um, she's saying a lot. I love when she was like you're having non-binary sex <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Charlotte's lived through, like, so many waves of feminism, like, with this comment, and then the the doll thing. It's like, is she... Is she had, like, some, like, head trauma that she's just completely changed? Like, oh God, <laughs> how definitely. she's been. Yeah. Yeah, this scene was so funny. And then when Miranda storms off and she can't, she's got a dead leg. It's like, oh, my God, these women, let them be their age. Let them be 50, not 90. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, when uh, Charlotte said that she should have dyed her hair as well. I agree. I agree as well. <laughs> and then we go, it's like, we already lost Samantha. It was like, okay, it wasn't really that deep. Like, she was just walking off because she was pissed off at Charlotte, who's probably not her friend. Yeah. And then uh, then Charlotte apologizes. Um, and then Charlotte's like, why can't people stay who, the way, who they were? And like, um, this episode was all about people changing and like, I think this episode was good because every episode of Sex and City revolved around like one storyline and like each of the characters would um, explore the one storyline. Like, um, during the episode when like all men freaks and all the men date like these like circus, like crazy men. And then like in each episode would focus on what like one's like um, story. So it was like good that they would kind of bring that narrative back about change and. It was like quite a broad yeah. storyline, but it, like it, it made it feel more cohesive than probably the rest of the episodes. Yeah, definitely. It def- yeah, it was um, much more like back to normal. Mm. Um, so, what do you think uh, Samantha would have done in that picnic scene? I think she'd be like spiking her no secu- her no seco. <laughs> she would have put two extra bottles of like normal. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, like sh- properly good champagne. Like, darling, I'm very happy for you for not drinking, but that doesn't stop me from having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> she's angry that she's got to walk on like park grass in heels, oh, so she so needs really. a bit of a beverage unit to get through it. She's like, she's like, there's um, nothing wrong with eating a bit of pussy. I have eaten pussy. <laughs> yeah i feel like she would have definitely been the most understanding but she also would have been the most grounded like so what's what are you gonna do though yeah. you're, not, you're not free enough to do this thing this life change it's a massive life change yeah or like embark on a being adventurous and being so like emotionally vulnerable yeah she'd kind of like bring that up but then just be a bit more like grounded versus just being screamy maybe <laughs> like she would be like and really mute like harry was yeah Maybe she would be a bit more like, uh, she'd be like, oh, are you attracted to Che as like a person? Or do you think you're going to explore like this other like, um, sexuality? Do you think you're polyamorous? Do you think you're a lesbian? Do you think you're bisexual? Or like made it like could have like opened up the conversation a bit more. 
Mm-hmm. She would definitely be aware of the whole spectrum. Totally. And kind of like let her feel comfortable about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Carrie did nothing that scene. <laughs> she just offered cheese and just seemed really disappointed. Oh my God, she was like, so disappointed. Is the worst. She was so disappointed it wasn't about her. Um, then we go to Carrie uh, culturally appreciating wearing her sari, wearing her like massive flowers on her hair. And then we cut to Carrie talking to Seema's parents and they're uh, asking about um, Dennis. We soon find out that Seema is Seema's like kind of made up um, boyfriend. And then they're like, is she embarrassed of her boyfriend or her parents? And she's like, it's not you, it's him. He's not good enough for her. And then when um, Seema's mom was like, she's 53, the jig is up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What an iconic actress. What an icon. Um. I was doing some like like stalking on this episode as well, and Cynthia Nixon like included like really prominent members of like the New York political scene oh, cool. in this in this yeah part of the episode, and they're like um, I think they work with like governors and people, and it's quite cool that she married like you know she ran for governor yeah. of New York, like she married her two like what was it um, her passions together, yeah. so it's really nice that she like. That's like a cultural appreciation, like seeing people in the community, uh, like the South Asian community within a really diverse mm. area of the US, incorporate them into the scenes and making it feel a bit more, yeah, like just giving those people a shout out because yeah. they're doing a lot of work for their communities. Um, so I like really enjoyed that she did that, and I feel like that's a good thing. Like Cynthia Nixon just seems like a bit quite well rounded in yeah. terms of like she's not just making it look pretty. Like, they definitely felt like there was a rhyme and a reason to a lot of how the scenes were directed. Mm. Apart from the flat, that just looked like a green screen, like blatantly green screen. Other yeah. than that, it was quite, everything was quite well thought out. Yeah, definitely. Um, then goes to Carrie asking, Seema, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we go to Carrie asking Seema if she's happy about being alone. It's like, oh my God, leave her alone. Like, she doesn't like have to, <laughs> have to find a man. Um, and then, uh, Carrie is saying she wants to sell the apartment. And Seema's like, yep, yeah, we'll sell the apartment. That's fine. And then I, I love when Seema was saying she made Dennis white so her parents wouldn't be disappointed when they broke up. <laughs> then, uh, Seema gives Carrie her Hindu Croston bracelet and to remind Carrie of her strength, which she has none of. <laughs> <laughs> She's got well. And then... Carrie would have been like, because those piece of string was my like Kabbalah. Remember Kabbalah was back in the day, like that um, sect of Judaism yeah, that Madonna yeah. was really into. And like all the uh, magazines would be like, this person's following Kabbalah now because they've got that red thread. And I just feel like Carrie would be like, oh, in that mode versus actually like culturally appreciating yeah. what it meant for like the Asian community. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> then it goes, and just like that... I remembered how much I loved the last 15 years. Um, then Carrie's leaving the apartment wearing big old suit. I, I, I feel like she should definitely give big old suits just to Che and Miranda. Let them, let those queens, <laughs> let those queens wear them. <laughs> I bet they fucking stink yeah. though. I bet they stink of like cigars and like Ming and Cologne and Davidoff. <laughs> Davidoff cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's. Um, I thought she was going to make a, a dress out of them, the way she's looking at it. Oh, that would be chic. Yeah. 
Oh, just like just yeah. the blades or nothing else. I thought she'd just get all hacked up to bits and make some like Project Runway like, ball gown. Yeah, Project Runway style. Uh, and then Charlotte's taking down her culturally culturally inappropriate dolls in her cute Madame little Alexander. Her Madame Alexander gone and her little cute Gucci cardigan. Then Rock's got um, their haircut. Miranda's DM in Che in a very ugly outfit. And then Kara's <laughs> even the flat. And um, the episode ends. And the song I can see clearly now. The rain has gone. A great song. I liked how the credits were white. Yes. Now. Like Diwali stepping into the light. Yes. Namaste. Exactly that. It was such a good episode. I. It was definitely more back to. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was way better than the other ones. Yeah. The um. Yeah, like the whole time, the whole time this series was announced, I was like, "It's going to be such." I was like, "I am determined it's going to be good." And now I'm kind of glad that I'm being slightly proved right. I'm like, thank mm. God, it's actually good. Yeah, loved, loved, loved the episode. The outfits have been, well, no, uh, Carrie's outfits have been amazing. Yeah, they really have. Especially the last outfit when she's leaving the flat it was so nice. Yeah, when she went into the the surgery, it was that suit was to die for. It was. Oh yeah, that suit was so nice. Mm, it's gorgeous. I hope they bring. I hope they bring back the plastic surgeon guy because he's really hot. No, but they're not bringing back men. No men. They banish the men. <laughs> Maybe if so. he transitions, they can bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> they're not acknowledging men this season. Like I said, great, but confusing. I think I saw parts. a trailer for maybe the next episode and Carrie's going on a Tinder date or she's like on some dating app. Yeah, actually, I saw the preview for that episode. It does look quite fun. I was actually quite excited to watch it. Yeah. I can't believe she's finally going on a date. I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised, but she's going on a date with a white man. I'm surprised he didn't up the ante with the diversity <laughs> going on a date with a black man. Carrie's first ever date with a black man. No, I feel like she'd go on a date with, like, a rich Arab. She was going to date a person of colour. Yeah, totally. She'd be like, um, oh, I met him, I met him at your uh, mum's and dad's, um, uh, Seema. <laughs> oh, actually, or she'd go the opposite way and, like, date someone who's, because Big was quite rich. Yes. Like, she'd go, like, the Aiden vibes and then go for someone who's so, mm. like, takes her, makes her feel alive again. She's so used to these, like, really expensive, sterile places. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so she needs to kind of live on the edge a bit, go back to her And roots. she could pull out her dodgy accent. Two dollars. <laughs> My parents two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think she'd ever be a cougar? Oh yeah, I think she definitely should be a cougar. I think she could be a cougar because you know how they say like men are not as emotionally advanced as women. Yeah, I think Carrie proves that um, theory completely wrong. Oh my god, totally. So it'd be interesting for her to date like a twenty-five-year-old. Really in tune. Like, very much his mental age. Yeah. Oh my god, true. He probably like more in tune with his emotions than her. <laughs> does Carrie even know what she likes? Like, I feel like she's still doesn't know who she is. It's so weird. 
Um, yeah, I think... She's so not grounded as a person, it's mental. I feel like she was so obsessed with Big for so long that she didn't really... She stopped living her own life. Yeah. And she just lived to kind of, like, be in that fancy. And then the fancy happened, but then, lol. <laughs> it was over pretty quick. It was. Her husband turned out to be a rapist. Allegedly. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah... Right, yeah, and al- he was always like alcoholic and then always smoking. Like, if they've got such an issue with Miranda doing it, they should have had an issue with Big doing it. Yeah, Big should have died from cancer or something. Yeah. Or, oh, he did have a heart attack, so I guess that's smoking, isn't it? That'll, that'll do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do, yeah. <laughs> that'll do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do from us on this episode. That'll do, Pim. <laughs> so, next episode, I want to see Seema download Dill Mill. Um, and get herself yes. a nice Asian hottie. Oh my god, totally. Dermil is an app for South Asian people. Um, I want to see Naya Wallace see... having more sex with her hobby. Yes. I want to see her like take like loads of like folic acid. I don't know what pregnant women do. I don't yeah. know. And just like keep smugging that good looking guy. I want Carrie to pay for her IVF. Reparations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I want there to be some kind of weird sob story there, and then Carrie, Carrie accidentally like pushes her over, oh my God, totally. or like says something to her that she's got to pay, and then she pays for her like fifteen rounds of IVF. Yes. And then what do you think is going to happen to LTW? I feel like I don't know. Was LTW just a plot device for Charlotte to that speech about name what art is? Oh yeah, probably. She has I no storyline at all, does she? She she didn't appear in the. The thing for next week. The yeah, for next week. maybe. So. Maybe they've gone on holiday or something nice. Um, LTW got killed by her mother-in-law because she wanted access to the paintings. Oh yeah, true. And she wanted all the money. Yeah, she's gone and she's gone to London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where would LTW live in London? LTW has gone to LFW. <gasps> um, she LTW would live in oh Notting Hill. Yeah, definitely. Easy one. Um, next week I want Miranda to finally I don't know call Steve like go up to his room yeah. like tap him on the shoulder meet him in the chia seeds aisle at the supermarket she and tell propose, him that it's over yeah do you think she might propose a threesome though which hey that someone said this and actually I ch- that'd be kind of hard I don't maybe but I don't think I know we've not had sex Che would maybe years. get involved but I don't think Miranda would yeah true yeah. Yeah, she just needs to. I mean, maybe like a text. I could. I would kind of like to have a little bit of a storyline of Steve, like even like a scene of him going on a date with a woman or something, and him maybe trying to like, like navigate going on a date as a deaf, middle-aged man or something. Yes, and then like he accidentally runs into Miranda at one of the restaurants. Oh, that would be cute. And then they decide they're going to be get back together and have good sex. Well, what They're going to be polyamorous. Like, well, they can't live together. So, like, Steve obviously has to stay in the, the house. So, like, imagine if, like, Miranda and Carrie became roommates. <laughs> and they've got to navigate, like, their 50s, acting like they're in their early 20s. And they both have to um, share the peloton. <laughs> yeah. Do you think uh, Miranda's um, a hollower or what was the other one? A saga. <laughs> She's a saga. <laughs> When she did her neck, I was like, that was brave. <laughs> I always do that as well. I think I'm a psycho. Well, Yeah, I've been putting a lot of like Botox in a bottle on my neck recently and it's worked wonders. Oh, that's good. I think I'm just going to get really fat. That's the way to avoid it. Just 
Yeah. Get plump. Do do the Nigella diet. <laughs> Go down in the middle of the night and have some brownies you made. <laughs> um, where do you think Charlotte's going to be next week? Um, Charlotte's going to be um, going through the bin and getting those dolls out of the bin. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be kicking Rock and Lily out and be like, you guys fuck off. <laughs> yeah. um, she could dump Harry like- and have the whole place to herself. I think she'd be so much happier on her own. No, I feel like um, someone's going to send her a screenshot of Rock's, like, Instagram profile. It's going to see, like, they, them, and she's going to, like, be so... There's more on the one? Upset. Yeah, she's going to be so upset. Do I have to call you Rocks? Of it, weirdly. <laughs> yes, that is going to be the line. Yeah, that's definitely going to be the line. Um, And then Ant- Anthony's going to be... What is he going to be doing? Anthony's going like to be gonna... Stanford's storyline again. I, know, I feel like Omicron's going to take out all his fitties, so he's got to like strip down and then do all of his. Um, oh yeah. All of his um, deliveries, get... but then he like feels really bad, so he becomes a socialist because he's like, I've been treating these poor, good-looking men so oh, badly. Yeah. Oh, that would so be nice. Gets... Free bread yeah. for all the hotties. Yeah, they haven't really discussed labour laws in this work version of um, this series, so I want to like see that being touched on. They haven't discussed. Um, Carrie's ridiculous wealth as well. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she submitted her taxes correctly. I would say she's tax avoiding. I oh, yeah, I reckon she's a tax avoider oh as God, well. Totally. She's definitely like invested in like um, cryptocurrency as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, Miranda would have invested in cryptocurrency. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Carrie, I bet like, Carrie's just like bought, like I feel like Carrie's just going to run out of money. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. she's definitely going to run out of money. Like, surely she just keeps yeah, spending like forty money. grand to move every other month. Yeah, like Seema's, um what is it called? Uh, <laughs> when you get commission, oh no, Seema's commission must be. That must be my, my yearly salary. I hope Seema just joins Salon Sunset and she's like, fuck New York, it's so depressing. <laughs> fuck my parents. <laughs> oh my God, imagine if like Christine sell, like sold Carrie House. Oh God, Christine would amazing. never let Carrie buy that flat. Yeah, Christine would be like arch nemesis with um, Samantha as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should we wrap it up then? Yes. Well, thanks for listening to And Just Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? We'll be here same time next week. I think we're going to release episodes every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, hon. <laughs> see you next Tuesday, hon. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Oh my God, see you. <laughs> Charisma, you need this nerve and talent. <laughs> Bye. Bye.